now the cleanest hour in podcasting with your host, Ralph Peterson. This is the Housekeepers Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Housekeepers Podcast. You know it's going to be a fun show, and you already start laughing before you even go on because Miss Marnane, say my, how do you say that? Say my name. Say, say my, my name. name. It's Marnane. <laughs> Arlene or Arlie Marnane. I like that you turned your uh, boyfriend at the times. Is that right? It was your boyfriend's name, and now yeah. it's your husband's name, which means yeah. now it's your name. I love that you turned it into a name. Or into a song? That's well, great. actually, that's a Beyonce song. You know, say my name, say my name. So I just walk around singing, say my name, it's my name. <laughs> I have a few that's other ones, but I can't say them. Yeah, no, I, I like it. My wife's name is Louise. And I got to tell you, I remember the moment that I heard her say, cheese Louise. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you say that? Greatest day of my life. <laughs> I, I walk around playing jokes and telling jokes to my husband all the time. So I'm like, hey, you know, his name is Bob. So I'm like, what do you call a guy in the ocean with no arms or legs? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, Bob. Okay. So that's where we're going. Housekeeper's podcast. This has been Arlie Murnane. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's so nice to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be talking to you, the steamer girl. How does one become the steamer girl slash scrubber girl? That's that's what I'm interested in. So let's let's go back. Let's start at the beginning because I like the beginning of everything. Okay. And where where did you grow up? Where were you born? So you I live? was born in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Like Will Smith, you know, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Hmm. But I was born in Northeast Philadelphia. And I lived there till probably I was about 18 or 19. Oh, wow. So you went high school there and everything. Yeah. How was that? In the northeast part of Philadelphia. Oh, so you still live in Philadelphia. No, no, I do not. I'm a Jersey girl now. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. I've been living in Jersey for almost 25 years. Did you see Bruce Springsteen's daughter took silver? Yes. At the Olympics. And a squish, a squish, a squish it. I don't know. Whatever the she rides a horse. What is that called? I swear, <laughs> I swear. See, you can't say it either. Good. <laughs> Aquarian. No. So okay. So you're in Jersey now. But what was it like growing up in Philly? How did you like it? What? Where? Back then, I mean, it's funny. I just had this conversation the other day. How so different it is now because there's a lot of shootings going on in Philadelphia. But when I was a kid. I had to be home when the streetlights came on. That was it. My parents didn't care how far I went. I used to do the craziest things. I I think I was probably like maybe 12 or 13. And I got some friends of mine dared me to swim across the river, the Delaware. And I did. And when I got to the other side. What? Hey, just jump in and swim to the other side. Sure, no problem. Like, don't dare me. And when I got to the other side, like, the state police were like, what were you thinking? I was like, let me go. i got to swim back. They were like, no. <laughs> My dad was not happy about that, to say the least. Wow. How far of a swim is that? Like, how long did it take you? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's... Just tread water, swim some more. We did stupid things when we were kids. You know, sometimes I'm like, how did I survive? I ate dirt. You know, we did all those crazy things, right? Um, yeah, I you know, agree. So, I never, I never swam across the Delaware. Listen, back then you could swim in the Delaware. I won't even put my toes in the Delaware now. There is no way. So now it's a little, yeah. Now it's a little more sketchy. That's for sure. Did you, um, did you have any jobs? Were you a little entrepreneur as a kid? Like, what, how did you make money? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I started my first job. I was nine, and I worked at a secondhand store, like a little thrift store sorting clothing for 50 cents an hour. I thought I was like going to be so rich. And I'll never forget this one time I was sorting clothes and my sister used to have this little, she called it her Tina doll. And it was this little stuffed doll. And a couple years prior, we had a really bad fire in our house and we lost everything. So I'm sorting through these boxes and I find this doll. I was like, I got to buy this for my sister. 
So I actually bought her that little Tina doll, as she called it. It's like, it was something somebody sewed. It was just like a little stuffed doll. Well, that's pretty and, fantastic. That's really nice. And then, yeah, then I got a paper route. So I have the Inquirer and the Daily News. And I branched out. I have little kids in the neighborhood working for me. And I deliver 200 some Sunday papers. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I delivered. Like, you have this the east side, you do the west side, and you know. I delivered the Gazette, and I think I only had like two or three customers who died. I did a paper out too, but I, I had like a main newspaper called the Times Argus, and then we had this little tiny one called the Gazette, and the Gazette was almost like a pamphlet. It really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't oh my gosh, my. Afternoon papers, I remember like rubbing them up and rubber banding them. Like we would have a little contest who could rubber band them, you know, the most in like as fast as you can. Throwing them. I had this yeah. one woman that I wasn't very fond of and she complained about everything. So one day I threw her paper and it went up onto the porch of the, the roof on the porch and she called me up. She's like, Where's my paper? And I was like, Um, it's on the roof. <laughs> She's like, You need to go over and get it. And I was like, Okay. Uh, but yeah, I did that for actually a couple of years and I was making some pretty good cash, let me tell you. So Were you I in charge of, did you have to collect the cash and everything? Yeah, I used to go yeah. around like, you know, mm-hmm. here to collect my money. <laughs> <laughs> Pay up. Give me my two dollars. <laughs> and back then we didn't have the internet. I mean, it didn't exist. So it was, you know, people had to read the newspaper. It's a lost art. Book reading and newspapers are becoming a very lost art now. You know, it's funny how it's just funny to me how, you know, the negativity behind how we all look at the Internet and nowadays with a little bit of disdain. And, you know, every time we're telling a backstory of our history, we're like, we didn't have the Internet, you know. (laughs) You know, people were like, you need to Google it. I'm like, so, you know, like Googling and, you know, you can get information anywhere. You know, I love to learn and I love, you know, the whole concept of educating myself. But, you know, sometimes Google, you know, I, what, what do people call it? your Google degree? <laughs> I like you get a Google degree on that one? I like that. I think I have a few YouTube, YouTube. De- degrees at this point. I get hot <laughs> new YouTube channels. Suck down a rabbit hole. 101 ways to use bleach. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> oh, God. I remember Soon one time I, when I first got you know, into the Jan Sand business, I had, I had a little housekeeping business. And I will never forget, I put bleach into a bucket and I was sloshing across her carpet. I was like, thank God it was a carpet over top of her carpet because I destroyed it. I, was, I remember looking back going, oh, my God. I'm like, don't do that. That is pretty funny. That's that's happened to me too, but not with not with bleach, but with stripper. You know, when you're taking some stripper to take wax off a floor, I've ruined a lot of good floors accidentally, of course. You know, it's funny you call it stripper and wax. And years ago, whenever anybody would say, "Oh, do you wax your floor?" I'm like, "Wax my floor." I'm like, "I can finish on my floor." Like I was all proper. I can finish on my floor. I don't wax my floor. And what is that finish made of, Arlie? Twenty-five percent, you know, solids and different. And that solid is called wax. All right, good. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I mean, I've been in this industry my entire life, and well, wait, 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 Philadelphia. Wait, wait, wait. When did you? So when did you? You graduate high school. What did you do after high school? Went to college, and you know, I. So after I finished schooling and everything like that, I went, I came into the actual Jan Sand industry. Really? What company did you work for? Did you go to work for somebody? What did you so, do? So when I first started this business, I worked for a few small distributors and I also had worked for a manufacturer, but I like working for myself. So I just decided early on that I was going to do this on my end. So I've kind of never actually been like a regular employee. A few small distributors I did. And my all-time favorite distributor will always be forever in my heart just because, you know, I I worked for them back in the early part of 2000. It's called Bioshine. They're in Spotswood, New Jersey. 
Dave Metasoff and Glenn Rothstein. I just love that company. I mean, I don't work for them anymore, you know, been forever, but they were just such a fun company to work for. And their product is called BioShine? No, that's the name of the company. They're actually a Jansan distributor in, uh, I think it's Middlesex County, New Jersey. They're real big in the schools and things like that. And they sell product? Yep. They sell just about everything. So what did you, so what did you, you became like an independent sales rep? Is that? So yeah, so I just continually educated myself in this industry and I did lots of training and education and um, I've sold products. I've also owned my own contract cleaning company. So I love to clean. When I'm really wait, wait, stressed wait. out about something, there's a broom, a mop, a dish rag, <laughs> something in my hands. It's probably going to be a steamer because I clean everything with steam. I clean my whole house with steam. What is What kind of a commercial cleaning company? How did you get into starting your own cleaning company? What was that like? So I had gotten divorced and I – didn't, my son was little and, you know, I have two children and I didn't really want to be putting them in daycares and things like that. So I was able to work around, you know, their schedules and it just kept growing. When I say I'm OCD, it's no joke. Like I clean even the little crevices of like, you know. So That's, uh, that's I super that well in the contract cleaning world. But, you, you know, I, you burn out after a while. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of responsibility. I give a lot of credit to these, you know, any company that handles cleaning. Because, you know, they're always the last one to get paid. They're the low one on the totem pole. You know, a lot of people just don't have a lot of respect for that. You know, I don't really well, want to call it class of people, but. Yeah, I think I think that I think you're totally right. And especially about being last to get paid. Oy vey, what a challenge getting you know, paid is sometimes. I have a saying. When I go into a facility to do any kind of education or training, I always ask the team members, you know, what is your job? What do you do? And I get so many different answers. Oh, I'm the custodian. I'm the housekeeper. I'm this. I'm that. And after they've all told me, I say, you're all wrong. I'm like, what do you mean I'm wrong? I'm like, you're all wrong. I'm like, you are the first line of defense against infection. You are the warriors, you know, to this facility because if you don't do your job efficiently and correctly and with the right tools, then every doctor in this building can't perform to their best ability. And it's, you know, in my opinion, it's my opinion. I believe it to be a million percent true. You know, these people work so hard. They do. And, you know, when I'm in the bathroom and I see that I walk in, I'm like, wow, this is clean. Yeah. <laughs> because the camera, they can't hug anybody anymore. I'm a big hugger, but I'm like, this bathroom's awesome. I too do enjoy do enjoy a clean space. I think that uh, I think I'm just like everybody else in that I'm way more comfortable with parting with my money if it's in a clean building or a clean store or a clean facility or you know what I mean. Like if it's a dirty, grimy place, I struggle to get cash out of my pocket. So it. It's a big deal. Money is, I mean, uh, the, the appearance of facilities is a big deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and, and one of the things, you know, during this whole COVID, you know, in the pandemic, so many people were like, what do I do? You know, I, you know, the, the shortages on everything, creating like mass hysteria everywhere. And, you know, that's why, you know, Steamer Girl, I'm a big, I'm a huge proponent on sustainable cleaning. How did you even get into steam? How is that even a thing? How did you get into steam cleaning? Oh my God. Listen, I probably cleaned Moses' house. Okay. I was cleaning (laughs) with steam probably when, you know, you had to use coal to get it to run. Did Moses have a house? I think he lived in a tabernacle. Yeah. Well, I would have cleaned it with steam. (laughs) I cleaned, wait, I cleaned. A, a friend of mine works for the Hunt School, and he had asked me to do a cleaning job for him. So on the side, sometimes I'll still do them. The house was gifted to them by the Johnson & Johnson family, and it was a 1929 beautiful vintage home. I cleaned that whole baby with steam, the whole thing. Really? I was pretty proud of myself, too. I was like, look at this magnificent home. With everything, walls, woodwork, you name it. So with let me see. Make sure I'm not. I just wanna, I, you know what? You're, you're frozen on my screen. And I am. I saw. Yeah. So I didn't. I just want to make sure it wasn't just me. All right. Doesn't matter. You look great. It's not like you're frozen and it's terrible. You know, like you have like one of those odd looks on your face. So it's not a bad frozen. 
could be worse. I'm not sure what's going on with it. I don't know either, but it was still good audio. The, Stop the, touching the buttons. <laughs> did you want to try to refresh? You can go ahead and try to refresh if you'd like. How do I do that? There's a little refresh button in the top left-hand corner, I think. On a Mac, it's on the top left, maybe on in a – I don't know if you're on a Mac or a PC. It might be – it looks like oh, a half oh, a circle. <laughs> it looks like a half a circle with a little arrow on it. Oh, yeah. And your browser. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She'll refresh and she'll be right back on. Hopefully her video will come right up. I was kind of curious. Oh, here we go. Look at you. That's way better. I'm back. You're back. <laughs> oh, no. She's back. So, you know, what, you, know what we were, I'm just curious. So you were talking about all the, you started, you cleaned the hunt, the hunt school. So it was a house that was gifted to the Hun School. They're in Princeton. And as a, you know, I cleaned the entire house. So so cleaning with steam is such an effective way to clean. Yeah, but how did you come upon learning about steam? Like you weren't, you didn't born with the knowledge of steam. So where did you get it? How did you find Just out seeing about it? in the industry, being very curious, I would see big gigantic steam cleaners, you know. Mm. Most people think of steam where, you know, those really big, you know, pieces of equipment that generate like 25% moisture, the kind mm -hmm. of steam cleaning that I talk about and that I do and that I work with is only like 5% moisture. It's called dry, dry vapor steam. So, and it's, in my opinion, one of the most effective ways to... Okay. So she's having a little bit of internet problems. No big deal. She'll be right back. Here she is. <laughs> You're having a little bit of internet problem over there. Don't worry about it. Remember Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> I do. It's a fun movie. So, um, so yeah, I had seen the equipment in the industry used in other applications. And I just got really curious about it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that will clean. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, when I first started selling and talking about steam, it was really to clean like the bathrooms and things like that because it gets rid of odor, it kills bacteria and viruses. Matter of fact, so I just recently partnered with another company to do steam. So I have, you know, what I do, and then I just partnered with another one in Texas. We are actually today, I'm so excited. We are Big doing announcement drum roll. What? We're doing a COVID study. Super oh, excited about it. We'll have the results in a few weeks. And, you know, it's to see where, you know, we're looking at doing five second, three second, two second, one second, you know, kill times to see what the results will be. Now, lots of people have done studies and things like that. Let me ask but, you a question because I'm not completely sure. How, what's the pressure of your steam coming out? So steam pressure is based in bars, like one to 10 bars. What I work with primarily is eight to 10 bar steam. And it also, I mean, there's so many different factors that go into it. In the UK or in, you know, in Europe, they all clean with steam and they use 220. Here in America, we use 110. So when you plug your steamer into the outlet, She's going to be right back. She's having a little bit of trouble. What I'm really trying to figure out is the pressure of the steam. Oh, again. Don't worry. Don't worry. The, the rule so, when it comes so, to so, – hold on. Hold on. The rule when it comes to internet is just roll it, right? So just, just roll well, it. Don't worry about it. We're all God's say, children. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just okay. roll with it. Hey, so what my question is more specifically about the steam is how hard it comes out. Like, are you, is it like a pressure washer? Like it's coming out really hard and actually can clean a surface or just disinfecting kind of with hot water? So, no, it's not coming out like, you know, like a, like a pressure washer. Okay. So with the dry paper steam that I work with, so I have my Eagle series, I have my Blue Evolution. So Blue Evolution is something that I've been doing for many, many years now. And the Blue Evolution is a small compact, looks like a little baby stroller, has a little UV tank. This, the type of steam that I am working with actually can be reclaimed. So it has a vacuum on it. And the Blue Evolution has a UVC light in the tank to help kill what's inside the tank as well. So you're killing, you know, you're, you're extracting and you're steaming and killing the, the bacteria germs and everything on the surfaces, and then you're pulling them into the tank. 
but there's so many different steamers on the market. There's different pressures. The ones I work with are continual fill, some are not, where you have to wait for the machine to cool down and then you have to, you know, pop the lid off and refill it because pressure builds up in the tank so that when you pull the trigger, you get that, you know, that stream of steam. Mm -hmm. And with, you know, it's the temperature is what you need to actually do the disinfecting and sanitizing. Because you figure 175 to 212 is what you need to actually kill the bacteria and the viruses on any of the surfaces, including that some of these hot surfaces. That is really hot. I know it is, right? <laughs> when I get, when I do demos in like nursing homes with my Blue Evolution, it's insane because I'm like, bring me a chair. So like a chair, I'm like, bring me a chair. Like an upholstered chair? Yes. So you figure a lot of the residents that live there are sitting in these chairs. You know, they're much older. Some of them may be incontinent. So that fabric has a lot of different things in it. And it's very hard to clean. You know, they come in and they're using, you know, different types of equipment to try to clean it. But when you use steam, okay, especially steam that can reclaim, which is with the vacuum on it, you're getting a true sanitizing process because you're taking all that biological out of the fabric and reclaiming it. And you figure it gets then in there. I mean, steam is fantastic for killing mold. It's pretty similar. It sounds like I lost her again, but it sounds like it's pretty similar to an extractor where the only difference would be what I was saying. Don't worry. What I was saying is that it sounds like it's pretty similar to an extractor except the only difference is with the heat, with the steam, because otherwise an extractor kind of does the same thing, except it's not 175. You know, we're dealing with the amount of hot water that comes out of a, a faucet, which in most of the facilities that I work in, in nursing homes and hospitals and senior care facilities, I mean, we're lucky if we can get the water temp up to 140 <laughs> in the morning. Forget all day long. You know, as soon as the washers go, forget it. As soon as the you know, dishwashers start going, I mean, we're competing. Yeah, so I was saying, you know, in Europe, they use steam, and they use 220. So a 220 volt steamer is much more consistent. You know, another big area in the United States that we use steam is to kill bed bugs. Very big in hotels, because, you know, every hotel will at some point deal with a bed bug issue. You know, it's not about how dirty the hotel is. Sometimes they're brought in, you know. All the times they're brought in. They're never about the hotel. It's always about the guests bring them in. Yeah, I'm on the board of a rehab for drug for uh, for drugs and alcohol, and we have we're we're in, located in Kensington. My chiropractor, who's a friend of mine, him and I work and run this rehab. And one of the biggest issues we have is bed bugs. So you know, we bring these residents to come in, and they're coming off of the street. So you never know what they have. So we have to stage them and go through a process. But bed bugs is a big issue, and you know, in schools, in education, in in dorm rooms, things like that, bed bugs can be a real, and they can be a real pest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I, a, I just had a couple of guys from England on the show, and their company's called Spada, and they created an early bed bug detection. I have one. I have one. I don't know where it is. It's here somewhere. I have an earth. Is it behind is it, your dirty mop that's leaning against it, the wall? First of all, that's a clean mop. I'm a trainer. So that I don't I don't actually clean anything. I just teach people how to do it. No, there's a they have this new product where they can actually detect when you get bed bugs into a facility. It's like well, early about, detection. Yeah, it's so super great. The, the main thing about cleaning with steam is that you don't use chemicals. Now yeah. The chemical industry, I don't want them to send an assassin after me, but I'm not a big proponent on, on cleaning chemicals because they're so harmful, and especially considering some of the health issues I've had in the past. I don't want them. I clean my whole house with steam, no chems. You know, I love cleaning my floors with steam because they stay cleaner longer because there's no surfactants on the floor. But in general, you know. Don't drive by such a big word. What did you say? Nerfactants? Surfactants. Surfactants. <laughs> Surface debris? How dare you? Well, some have surfactants in them and they're sticky. <laughs> so, you know, they stick to the floor. But, so, yeah, so you don't need to use chemicals when you clean. Oh, Housekeepers steam. Podcast. We're uh, learning new words today. Go ahead. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I've seen a lot of steamers do really good on grout, especially in like ceramic tile floors. Yeah, really, really great. Really smart. I love doing the demos because, you know, I walk into the hospital, dragging my little steamer behind me, got my little steamer girl on my shirt. Look, you know, like <laughs> I have my little steamer girl. Oh, the internet. No worries. No worries. <laughs> you are a joy. I should put um, that out there. Housekeepers yeah, so podcast. I gave away. So when I, like I said, I just started this whole new blog series. But when I go in to see the customers, I will give them like, you know, like a little goodie bag or something. It must be my internet or something. Yeah. Yeah. It is 1 million percent your internet. She's not hearing me anymore. Housekeepers podcast. Don't worry. <laughs> Didn't you say I need to have a strong signal? I thought I did. I did. I it was in doors. the rules. You have to have a strong signal. I do. It's okay. Listen, so, I live in South Jersey on a blueberry farm. The only thing we have out here is Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's blueberries and spotty Spotty. So, that happens. But steam is such a fabulous way to clean. I did a demo one time at a hotel. I actually drug my steamer on the train and took it to New York. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you give away, you give away products or give away some gift so bags. Yeah, so you I have them. these little, um, so I make up these little bags. It's got my little steamer girl. Steamer girl. That's really cute. That's and, really fun. Um, I put little different, you know, things in them. So when I go out and I do the training and everything, I like to make it fun. That's I have awesome. this one thing I do where when I walk in, you know, Mission Impossible. <laughs> creep up along the wall and I'm like doing my little dent, 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 dent. sometimes because you know you know so when you go into schools and things like that because of a lot of gun violence they don't want you to use the word gun for anything so the handle I have to be I'm like don't use the word gun because everybody calls it the steamer gun so I'm in the hallway and I'm like the steamer and I have to stop so I was I think I was in I was in a college and I kept trying not to say the word steamer gun. So finally I looked at the guy and I go, nobody move. This thing's loaded. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I kept going with steamer gun. But I'm like, the handle, the handle of the steamer hose. And you know, um, you know what's funny is I wrote, I went for a, I was a columnist for a long time. And I'm still a columnist, but I was, I was a <laughs> featured columnist for a magazine called Executive Housekeeping Today. And I was a feature columnist there for like five years. So I did it for a long time. And, you know, when you're a featured columnist, you have to write a column every month. And so you're always looking for material. And I actually got to go on a ride along with some police officers. And wow. I did a three-part series, writing wow. series. Oh, it was so fun. And it was a three, I did a three-part column series. And the last part, the last column was titled, It's Not About Guns. It's about, or no, wait, I can't remember how I, how I titled it. Something about it's not about guns. And it was all about, you know, police officers. One of the big lessons that police officers will tell you is it's not that they're armed. That's not why people, you know, pay attention and listen to police officers, right? It's, it's way more than just you're armed. Right. And that column was supposed to come out right before or right after Columbine. And I mean, they were like, uh, you have to redo this. We don't want any mention of the word gun matter of fact maybe you shouldn't say police officer like it was ridiculous but i totally i'm just saying i appreciate what you're saying yes they said no use of the word gun mm -hmm. yeah. but so, so i do lots of those so so like i said i recently partnered with u.s steam who is located in texas and i'm super excited about this you know partnership that we're doing because we have a lot more products available but you know we all have the same mindset you know really training and educating people and consumers about steam Steam doesn't have the traction like it should in the United States. It's such a sustainable way to clean. When I do a demo on the steam cleaning, people are like, wow, like they're so amazed at what it can do. Glass, mm -hmm. partitions, tile, furniture. There's just about no surface. I clean my car with my steam. You can, clean, you can clean glass with steam? How yes, does that work? you can clean everything. There's pretty much not a single... I don't know of any surfaces that I haven't done. So mm -hmm. the steamers, so again, there's different types of steamers. The two main ones that I sell are the, the Steam Hero and the Blue Evolution. And then we have the Eagle. 
So the eel doesn't have a vacuum on it, but the Blue Evolution and the Steam Hero do. The reason you would want vacuum is so you can reclaim what you've been cleaning. It's great for furniture, cleaning chairs. I was saying in the nursing homes, you know, it's such a wow factor when you go in and you just run that steamer one or two passes across that chair. And when they see what's in that tank, it's pretty gross. And I'm a germaphobe. I'm all like, snap, snap, all the way up to my elbows, got my mask on, my goggles. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm going in, taking one for the team. So how does this how does this correlate with Scrubber Girl? Because Scrubber Girl, the, the hold on a minute. Let me just say that the vision I get with Scrubber Girl is so bubble. What I get with Steamer Girl is not so bubble. So which is it? So hang out with me longer. You'll find <laughs> it that way. I'm kind of quirky, weird, you know, but I just learned to love me. So, yeah. um, so Scrubber Girl, I don't know how the nickname actually came to be, but I guess working for the different, you know, uh, distributor at one time, I would sell scrubbers. And there's nothing like, you know, doing a scrubber demo, you know, walking down the hallway, you know, showing your scrubbers off and, Somehow it came to be, hey, Scrubber Girl, and it just kind of stopped. I didn't necessarily like it, but I was like, okay. I actually trademarked the names because I've used them in the industry for, I've used Scrubber Girl for almost 25 years. Steamer Girl is only a couple of years old um, uh. when I first started doing Steam. But I also have like my blog now, super excited about That's right. You were just telling me that you just started a blog. Where did you go? Just getting old. What is your what is your blog title? I know you just said you started it. Is it a video blog? What kind of blog it's is gonna, it? Yes, yeah, it's gonna be. Right now it's uh, steamer-girl.com. So I haven't officially launched it because I've been just testing it out, but it's gonna be pretty much, you know, tips, hacks, why cleaning with steam is so effective. I'm gonna do videos. Just pretty much anybody that's curious about STEAM. I also have something called the STEAM Cleaning Academy, where I go out and I educate people on STEAM. If somebody has a STEAM, I'm like, oh, I'll come out and I'll show you how to use it. Wow, that's really great. You know, I, I got to tell you that, number one, I'm still curious how you clean glass with a steamer. Like, do you still use a squeegee? Do you still use a rag? Some of the steamers have little attachments on them. So you basically just go across the glass and then you use like a microfiber and you can just wipe off the, the, oh, you know, I got the moisture. It. But okay. the dirt will just run down off of the glass. You can yeah, get everywhere. Sills, all your sills. It gets into the, all the little places that you normally can't reach with a rag. Mm -hmm. And again, yeah, Cleaning with steam, it sanitizes and it disinfects because of how hot the temperature is. There's a boiler inside your steamer that heats up to like 350 degrees. Holy. So then it comes out, and by the time it gets down to the tip where the pressure is coming out, it's about 212. That's still very hot. Yes, you hurt it yourself is. with that. Like I said, the other thing, the, the other thing, steam has always been, you know, like a a fabric thing, you know, steam. I, yeah. I know a lot of people who use steamers to straighten out cubicle curtains or regular window treatment curtains or tablecloths. You know, that's the type of thing yeah, that we're I'm always actually, using steam for. I have an article that I'll be posting on my blog about cleaning draperies in hotels, in hospital, you know, anywhere in your sports complexes, in the changing rooms. It's a great way because Taking down those drapes is so time consuming. Mm -hmm. So you can actually clean and sanitize those drapes right on the rod as well. It gets rid of all like smoke odors because people in hotels smoke. It gets rid of the odors immediately. It's again, I love cleaning with steam. If I'm in a supermarket and someone says to me, oh, cleaning with steam, that poor person. Mm -hmm. I'm like all over them. Steam? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll talk to you about steam. Yeah. I like that whole odor idea where it takes out cigarette odor. And it, that's smart. That sounds smart. It takes out all kinds of odor. You know, in yeah. the urinals, you can clean, you know, because see, tiles. Hold on and, now. Now you're talking about a real problem here. Oh, yeah. Urine odor is because, humongous yeah. of a problem. Huge. Because men have bad aim. <laughs> Just kidding. And. 
I got to tell you, I got to tell you that I was in a nursing home and I got called and say, hey, we have a resident who is having problems. They're urinating on the space heater. So there was a heater on the wall. And I was That's like, gross. how does that happen? Right. Because you can imagine the uh, logistical problem with trying to clean. A, a heater that's attached to a wall in a nursing home. A lot of like large food, like, so we sell steam into food processing into bakeries because they literally like, I did a demo at a pharmaceutical company and it was phenomenal. I, I still get excited. Can you tell? I went in and they make cough syrup and they really struggled with getting the sticky cough syrup off of all of the equipment. Oh. I went in and I was like, steam again. I'm like, ready to go. I went in and I said, Two seconds, that'll be gone. Walked in, pointed the trigger, gone. Wow. So what a great application. So I didn't think of that. That makes pharmaceutical. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Any kind of of factory application where there's. Food service is huge. Now, Apple Evolution has the NSF certification on it which is great because, you know, in the food service history, you have to worry about salmonella and listeria and all of these, you know, really dangerous bacterias that can. I I love that you have pictures of bacteria behind you. Well, we have my salmonella, (laughs) E. coli, MRSA. Those things are dangerous. No question. I had salmonella poisoning. I'm sorry, E. coli. (sighs) Never again. I was going to say, I had salmon last night. Anyway. So, but now, you know, going into these, you know, food service industries is really good because you're going to kill the bacteria. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm humoring myself. I did not have salmon last night. How dare you? I'm free over my head. (laughs) (laughs) My humor is not for everyone. It's not for everyone. No, I think, I think that if there's an application that, I mean, that really makes it, I like the idea of steam and hot water, especially when it comes to factory parts. I don't know about kitchen parts. Anything. You know, a lot of um, restaurants do it. That's how a lot of times they clean the hoods, you know, but it's a different type of equipment. But, you know, you can clean your grills. Your, you can clean anything with steam. Kitchen, bath, you know, industrial factories, they clean all their parts, you know, all that grease and everything. Yeah. It dissolves when you clean it with steam. Listen, nothing's getting through that steam. I like it. I like it a lot. So tell me, how did the pandemic affect your business? Was it positive for you? Negative for you? Was it? Um, It didn't really change it for me just because, you know, infection control is infection control. You know, for the most part, I just didn't go out as much. I wasn't out seeing people because I couldn't. But still selling steamers, you know, there was one point, I think it was in March of last year when we had that real big shortage on the disinfectants. I was getting a lot of phone calls. I need a steamer. I need a steamer. So because, again, they got to disinfect and they were struggling. You know, it's so hard. One of the biggest challenges that I find being steamer girl or being in the industry of, of steam And again, I'm very passionate about it. I love the sustainability of it. I love the healthy environment that it creates is that it's hard for people to get out of that mindset. Gotta have disinfecting chemicals. You know, a lot of those chemicals, I'm not saying all of them, you know, there's one chemical company I love. It's called Spartan. I've just, you know, I used it years ago and a newest product that I've been you know, I still have, I have one chemical in my arsenal. It's called SpectraCal. It's on the endless, but it's an it's a H2O, you know, base. So is that some of those chemicals, you have to wear like a full respirator. Remember spray nine? Yeah. You know what the, you know what Don't the spray that in an enclosed area. They'll find you dead. Yeah. There's a lot of, you'll read the label and it says you're supposed to have a mechanical air mover yeah. involved. So some kind of a mechanical exhaust. But you know what the challenge is for those of us who work in the healthcare industry is there isn't currently any green products that are deemed safe to use in healthcare. There's no green disinfectants, according to the CDC. Zero. Well, I mean, there's some, I have a product called SpectraKill that works phenomenal. It's on the end list. But again, I mean, you know, when you work with infection control people, it's very rigid. It has to be. I mean, because, you know, 
not just, you know, it's not just about COVID. Mm-hmm. It's about staff, MRSA. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a friend long time ago whose son contracted the swine flu, oh. went into the hospital and ended up with MRSA, lost both legs below the knees, four fingers. His son was nine years old at the time. Oh my so gosh. These, you know, these bacteria and viruses that are out there in the world are, can be very, very dangerous. And, you know, we need to have the products that we have. But for me, and the way I promote the healthy environments is that, you know, one steam is always first and foremost. And, you know, I'm cautious about what chemicals I want to push or promote because some of them can be very dangerous to the respiratory systems. You see and hear people, you know, COPD and asthma. These Those chemicals will trigger that. And it's, yeah. it can be very dangerous. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying as far as healthcare goes, the, the only green products mm-hmm. that we can use in healthcare are a window cleaner. Yeah. And a window cleaner, maybe a deodorizer, which a lot of people don't even like using a deodorizer. Yeah, people like enzyme cleaners. I'm not a fan because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that when you put an enzyme cleaner on grout, Enzymes are just continually munching away at bacteria. They can mm-hmm. eat away at that ground eventually and start breaking it down. Yeah, a million percent. And they have those, a lot of places put those aerosol cans up oh, in the I hallways and they spray every certain amount of time. And you know what? I'm always the girl walking through the door when it goes. <laughs> Perfect timing. I'm going to have a smell like a watermelon. That's like, why. I'm smelling like Chanel. When I walk out smelling like a watermelon. That's why I love the idea that steam can clean and de- and counteract the odor of urine because urine is a big, so big just, deal. A big deal. Anything is an issue. Yeah, yeah. you know, because it gets in the tile, it gets underneath the toilet, it gets in the crowd. I mean, it, yeah. it permeates everything and it's super and hard. And it gets airborne. And you it don't know, airborne. you know, that the other side of, you know, being careful is like with COVID, it's an airborne. So you don't know what's in permeating into the air. That's why our blue evolution has that special exhaust system and the UV light. So any of the air that's coming back out of our steamer actually has to go through that tank of water. Remember the old rainbow vacuum to the same concept mm-hmm. and it has that UV light. Now, the only thing is that once that water in the tank gets dirty and brown, the UV light doesn't work anymore because it can't work through the dirt. Can't penetrate. Water. So, but you know, there's steam can do everything. There's nothing that it can't clean. It's safe. It's effective. You know, with the right education and the proper training, it's one of the best ways to clean. And it's more efficient because you're not rubbing and scrubbing that dirt and scraping. And, you know, it doesn't harm finishes on floor. Now, of course, you're not going to stand there and hold the steam gun over it. You wouldn't do that on any surface. But, uh, you know, I clean my wood floors in my home with it. But again, you know, I, I like to put a little disposable microfiber on there and zip around my house with it. Yeah, but do you, there has to be some type of swiping, scrubbing, cleaning, agitating. You just steam it and it disappears. That's correct. So you give me, bring me your dirty, bring me your grimy. And I'm going to show you. So the way, it, whoa, my camera is still off. <laughs> Agreed. So what happens is, again, you have that, you know, depending upon how many bars, four, six, eight, ten, higher the bars, the better. Coming out of that tip at 175 or 212 degrees, nothing's going to survive that sucker. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm and, just, and again, no, I appreciate everything you're saying. I just never used one other than to do, like I said, like the steam wrinkles out of, out of fabric. And so uh, I don't know. I don't the ones that I used, like it almost comes out like a, you know, like a cloud of smoke. Like there's very like little, <laughs> yeah, there's very, there's very little pressure behind it's got it. No backbone. The it has I no have, backbone. The and, ones I have, I'm like WWF wrestlers coming in the door. We're here to kick butt. I always say I'm here to chew gum and kill dirt. Right now I got no, no gum. So we're going to kill dirt. <laughs> you know, another really great thing about steam and I, I did this demo at the Rochester Medical Center. The guy literally ran out of the room and says, I'll be right back. And he went and got the director of the facility. I was removing gum out of the carpet. No, so I can totally see that because 
so steam is effective for for oh, gum. Yeah, that's great. So is ice, which is the opposite, but it's just the idea of yeah. Of, but then you have to cut. Yeah, well, it's, again, it's the idea of either being able to lift it with heat or freezing it, and so that once you freeze it, you're able to take it off. Yeah, I, I imagine just that. actually, you know, because the sugars that are in the gum just dissipate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. I, I would imagine steam would be a lot more effective. Yeah, absolutely. My only my only question is about the pressure. So. I just wonder how you get the surface clean once you get it steamed. Okay, so pretty much I have my steamer, and I'm going to come in and now you know cleaning and disinfecting. Again, they're always going to be two separate processes. They are sure. You have to clean, and then you go back and you do your disinfection. Right, and so, so okay, so the steaming is for the disinfecting more than no, it's the for cleaning as well. Oh, oh, okay. So what I'm talking about is like you know you come in and you wipe all the dirt and dust off of the counter. Now you're going to go back in. And you're going to take your disinfectant. Now, they make one step, you know, cleaning and disinfecting in one. I always say whenever you combine like a scrubber and a sweeper together, one's going to suffer. Because mm-hmm. you can't, you know, same thing with the steamer, you know, 220, 110, different voltages. But when you go in and clean with steam, you're cleaning this, you're, you're actually like with the high temperature going over the surface. So nothing can survive at that temperature. So if there's any, you know, ooglies and little germies and little viruses on there creeping around, partying, you know, living the life, they're gone. They're dead. You know, the germ- I'm coming in there and I'm clean. I'm cleaning house. They're all evicted. So, you know, and it's nothing can survive at that. So, you know, but again, there's, you know, sanitizing, disinfecting, you know, stainless steel surfaces are great. That's in bakeries and in hospitals. They use a lot of those surfaces because they're not, you know, they're not porous and they're much easier to clean. But again, yeah. so you break down, you know, you're breaking down those barriers of the dirt to get to the actual surface. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Me. I understand. That's pretty great. So what is, what's next for you? What I know you said you just partnered up with, who is it? Lunch. USA Lunch. Who is it that you just partnered up with? You said USA so, US Steam. US Steam. Texas. Great company. And we're coming together and we're working together to conquer the market. And really, primarily, we just want to really educate people more. That's why I started the Steamer Girl blog. Because I really, you know, I mean, I know it's all cute and funny and pink and I'm sparkly and I love all my girl stuff and my little eyelashes and whatever. But I got to tell you, when it, in, in all seriousness, when it comes down to it, you know, it's so important that we clean healthy because so many people have been affected. I mean, think about years and years ago, a lot of people developing all those respiratory diseases and, you know, you got Boohoo Law Firm. Did you clean with this chemical in 1900? Well, you have a lawsuit. We want to, you know, minimize the risk exposure to our team members so they can effectively do the job. You know, if you give these people the right tools, they're going to do the right job. Yeah, no question. I, there she goes again. I agree with that. Give the two, give the people the right tools and they'll do the right job. Here we go. Arlene is back. Yay. Arlene. So. So that, so again, Steamer Girl is, I'm hoping that this blog will go viral. And no, I'm not doing any TikToks. You know, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't think, you know, no. TikTok is not terrible. TikTok can be fun. I find myself like, you know, doing a dance every time I watch it. Not everybody on TikTok dances. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of great businesses out there. I'm not really TikTok. big on social media, so I'm actually learning huh? right now, like Instagram and, you know, I mean, everybody Facebooks. Okay, you Facebook, yeah. Facebook, let's Facebook together. You know, hey, why not? Hey, did you like me too? Yeah, like, so that's, I, I mean, it's the best platform. It's the best platform to get it out there. So I just want to educate people because... If I go out there and they're like, oh, and yeah, you know, there's always that one guy, eh, I've been cleaning for 600 years and it's not going to do anything. I'm like, okay, like, let me amaze you. So I go in there and I show them how easy it is and how effective it is and people love it. They love do it. You, do you actually sell a steamer? Yes. 
What is it? What steamer do you sell? So I have Blue Evolution. I have Steam Hero, which are, they're all Italian. Almost every steamer is made in, Italian, in Italy. They actually do make the best steamers. Oh. I also have the Eagle, which is U.S. Steam. U.S. Steam has all of those right now. They have all the brands. And I'm working on something else, but I can't say yet. Might be a big surprise. All right, all right. Growing. Growing my That's good. So where do people find you? Where do they find your... (laughs) Find me or leave me. No. (laughs) So they can go to my website, Nobelium Group. Dot com. So Nobelium is my favorite element on the periodic table. Element number two. You should have picked a harder word to spell. N-O-B-E-L-I-U-M. You know, Nobelium's named after Alfred Nobles. Oh. And then of dynamite. Oh. So, yeah, I'm Nobel, you know, Nobel Peace Prize. So I named my company the Nobelium Group. It's okay. So it's, it's Nobelium.com or Nobelium Group? It's the nobelium group.com got it and then also ussteam.net ussteam.net that's who you just partnered with yes and if they go to the website they can see all the beautiful steamers and you know i go anywhere dragging my little steamer in town my little steamer girl bag i'm like i'm here let's steam (laughs) i like everything about it so are you going to be, or are you, or are your company going to be at the ISSA trade show in Vegas? Yes, we'll be in the international section. Wow, wonderful! I'll Why be there as well. Balloons! I'm actually going to wing it and try to do a balloon arch. <laughs> <laughs> Steamer girl, scrubber girl, balloon arch maker. You yeah. can add that to the resume. But yeah, I mean, you know, we'll be able to show people, do demos, uh, you know, all different applications, tile, wood, fabrics, glass, windows, you know. Yeah, that's really wonderful. Bring, I'm me, be... your, bring me your objects and I will see them. Another really big thing real quick is daycare centers. Think about your child being in a daycare center with all these other little kids and hand and foot disease or mouth and foot, whatever one it is, <laughs> I forget. They all put their feet in their mouth and their hands. And all of those toys, you know. You don't want, you know, people are spraying them with bleach. That's so dangerous. You can go in there, bam, steam them, buggers, and all them little germies are running, screaming. That is a really interesting application as well. It's a phenomenal application. There's a lot of people who push the, the, you know, there's a lot of people who push the the fogger machines, which is all chemical-based. Yeah, they have They have the the foggers, they have the 360s and all that. I'm a big fan of victory, so don't send me any hate mail. The challenge with a fogger is it doesn't clean anything. No, it only it's just used for disinfecting. It's just, yeah. you know, the thing about foggers and electrostatic sprays, they're just great because you're taking the chemical and you're able to spread it out in a wider area and yeah. then it lets it dry so it can effectively work because all disinfectants have a dwell time to actually kill all those little bugs and germies absolutely see think about they're spraying that chemical in the air and it's landing on all those toys that those kids are putting in their mouths i'm like ah i have four grandchildren i'm like not my grandkids no yeah no i so that's what i was going to say is i i appreciate that because i didn't think of that application whereas in long-term care and hospitals rehab centers that i work in the place where we find those those fathers the most effective is on things like gym equipment yes because it's so hard to clean gym equipment because we're talking you know normally it's all stacked against the wall and you know there's like a bunch of walkers and wheelchairs and weights and pulleys and ropes and all this stuff and so to have a fogger is a really effective way to just kind of like blanket it doesn't do a good job cleaning because you actually have to clean you're not cleaning anything all you're doing big... is putting a layer of chemical to just kill the bacteria. With right. steam, you're cleaning it and you're going to – because all the dirt's going to run off of it. Yeah, but that's just it. That's what I didn't think of is I didn't think of the application in the in the daycare centers because you're absolutely right. You could The fogger would be effective as far as disinfecting, but it, it, there is no way to get the chemical off the toys. No, and again, once they fog it – you know, and, and I mean, you don't know. I mean, people can be very, I'm, listen, I'm sensitive to everything in the environment. It drives me crazy. And, you know, for me, 
I just don't want those things in my body. You know, we talked about real quick before we started the show about being plant-based. You know, I want to be, I'm 55 years old. I want to live to be 155 years old. So I'm <laughs> you yeah, can I'm be that. Do you ever, have you ever listened to uh, Darren Olean? He does a podcast, the no, Darren Olean podcast. Let me give Darren Olean a plug. He's really great. He's a plant-based guy, but he did this whole show with some famous actor who I guess everybody knows. I don't know who it is. I can't think of his name, but a young guy, but they went and they Do toured. Do I get three guesses first two were wrong? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I wouldn't even know who it is. So maybe if you told me, maybe I would get it, but I don't remember who it is. Young kid. Anyway, they went to this place where there are a bunch of centurions, meaning there are a bunch of people who live well over a hundred. And I think it's a place in Italy. And they were trying to figure out what exactly was the reason. And it's funny because their whole diet, not only is it plant-based and whole foods, very least, you know, not really processed. They drink lots of olive oil. <laughs> they eat a lot of carbs. And, you know, which is quite the opposite of what we're told here in America, that carbs are bad, protein's good. Yeah, but they uh, also walk a lot. They probably eat healthy carbs, too, you know? And they probably walk a lot. They're walking all that mountain yeah, terrain. Yeah, yeah. They're eating pasta. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Listen, I have to be really careful, because I told you what kind of COVID I got, and it wasn't the regular COVID. So, <laughs> you know, I'm still stuck. Like I said, I'm a long haul with it. So, for God's sakes, I just, you know. I need to I'm, just, I'm I need just saying. I need to pounds. It's killing me. I feel like I'm dragging a... If you're, if, you're interested in, if you're interested in learning how people live to be over a hundred, maybe check out the Darren Olean podcast because he, any, he did a television show and everything. And uh, be forewarned, if you do listen to Darren Olean, he will talk you into being plant-based. <laughs> you know, the one thing I found is that living a cleaner and healthier lifestyle from using cleaning products, I actually feel healthier. I feel better. Oh, good. You know, good. when I clean with steam, it's just that, you know, there's there's no smell. There's no floral. There's no vanilla. There's no nothing. It's just clean. You've got to, I think there's a really wonderful tagline here. And it's, when I clean with steam, I get the sensation of a cool breeze <laughs> on a mountain. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so going to use it. It's a total ripoff of... Sensation of just fresh air all around me. When I bite into a York peppermint patty, I get the sensation. I love those commercials. So, but no, you know, it is effective. It works great. You know, I just hope that with my blog and, you know, promoting more, like I said, I've never been big on all that social media stuff. I'm learning it right now. So I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. You know, listen, I prayed all morning, dear God, please don't let me say something because I'm one of those people, brain, mouth, boom. I'm like, I'm sorry if I offended you. I didn't mean it. I don't think you offended anyone. It was wonderful having you on today's show. Arnie. What's my name, Marnie? Um, say my name. It's my name. <laughs> it's my name. My husband's gonna come home and be like, "Oh God, I can't believe she said that." <laughs> Sing it with me. What's her name, Marnie? Thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. All of all of Arlie's links will be in the show notes, so you'll find that's where you can find USA Steamers, which is USA no, USSteam.net. No, I don't know why I want to cut an A there. You know, uh, the United States instead of the United States of America. The USSteam.net. Or Steamer Girl. No, the Nubellium Group. Right. The Nubellium Group. Dot com. Right. And Steamer-Girl.com from a blog. Steamer-Girl. For Steamer. Anybody that goes to that, anybody, they can just message me. I'm on LinkedIn. If they want to buy a steamer, I will give them a 10% discount. If they say that they saw me, that crazy Steamer Girl on the show. I love it. 10% discount from I the Steamer Girl. Top. I like it. That's it. The Housekeepers Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you enjoy the show, please, pretty please, make sure you subscribe to the show. And if you really like the show, please write a review. Tell your friends about it. The more subscribers and reviews we get, the more people we reach, which is, of course, the goal just to tell fantastic stories about people behind the cleaning industry because as you're seeing as you're hearing as you're watching they're pretty amazing people and they deserve to be followed and liked and shared and 
And so please do that. If you want to be a guest on the show, please don't be shy. Reach out to me, info at ralphpeterson.com. Love to have you as a guest on the show. Other than that, for Arlie, what's her name, Marnane? <laughs> and me, I'm Ralph Peterson, the House Kids Podcast. See you guys later. That's it, the Housekeepers Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Keep in mind, the best way to ensure that you never miss an episode of the Housekeepers Podcast is by subscribing to the show and following us on social media. For those of you who are more visually stimulated, you can always watch us record the show live each week on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. In fact, we post all of our videos on YouTube, so make sure you are subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you love the show and you want to help us out, please consider writing a review and sharing the show with all your friends and families and colleagues. And if you are looking for more information about today's guest, all of their contact information and the links to their websites are in the show's notes. That's it. Until next time, this has been the cleanest hour in podcasting. I am Ralph Peterson, and I'll see you later.